Hey friend, welcome back to Bible Track Decos. I'm Michael McCurry, your host, and we are again in Papua New Guinea. We are back on the road, and you can probably tell that by listening to the background sounds. Uh, these days, Brother Justin, he's in the car with me right now, driving on the right-hand side of the vehicle, but on the left-hand side of the road most of the time. Uh, with AI and all these different tools we have, you can almost take out all the background sounds with, with, right. with modern video technology. And I have instructed my editors not to do that because <laughs> I want you to get a little bit of the experience, the roar of this diesel engine as necessary with the turbo on it, and then uh, the crunch of gravel on these roads that we're traveling on. Uh, Brother Justin, God led you and your family here. You have, we have not, I have not done a good job of introducing you. Tell <laughs> us about, your, just a little intro to yourself, uh, maybe even salvation testimony, but then your wife and your kids, uh, who are just as much missionaries as you are here on this field. Sure. Um, yeah, so my name's Justin Dye. Um, I'm from and send out of a church in just south of Buffalo, New York, in Eden, New York, uh, just the western end of the state. Uh, with Pastor Chris Barron as my pastor. Who just happens to be a, a, a new and good friend of mine as well. And so we love Brother Barron and, and, and his family. Right. Uh, happy to be, uh, happy for him to be my pastor. And uh, we we attended our church for um, really nearly tw 20 years we've been involved with this church. As a kid, my dad was military, so we moved around a little bit. Um, and I got saved at the age of eight, grew up in church. My parents got saved when I was two, so kind of that two to eight, you know, especially five, six, seven years old. Man, I knew the Sunday school stories, knew knew all of that stuff. I probably could have led someone to the Lord myself, but just had never taken the chance to call on the Lord as my Savior, um, despite being, I guess, arguably a good kid. But you know, maybe my mom will dispute that. But uh, you know, kid growing up in church, but got saved at eight, and God worked the next eight years to grow me. Uh, with my, obviously mom and dad had a good, huge part in that, parenting me. And he basically maneuvered me into a place where I took a missions trip and God used that trip to Ireland uh, to knock me off of my own course and onto, onto something where he could leave me, which really was the biggest question. The question he gave me was, are you gonna plan your life or are you gonna let me? And he used missions to do that. Shortly after that trip, my family moved from the north side of Chicago to south of Buffalo and we've been there ever since and went from a from a decent church to a church that was missions minded it went from a decent church to a church that was evangelistic in mindset really sharpened and honed those tools and uh, took some more mission trips to try and figure out this leading of of God thing and after uh, just a couple months four months after we got married we took a trip to Papua New Guinea to support uh, uh, to visit a supporting missionary of ours Chad Wells and within before I think about eight years after that, uh, we actually six years after that, about six years after that, we came to the country ourselves and we're yoked up with him and working uh, in missions with him. And what, what, what a blessing it is to see a brethren in unity. And I've said this on this broadcast with Justin many a time. Unity is not the goal. Unity is the byproduct. Right. People one-minded in Christ, one-minded about the Bible. Yes. And uh, so it's a blessing e even through the pressure cooker, of, pressure cooker of the camp that I got to be a small part of in speaking. Some young people waving at us uh, as we go by. If you're listening to the radio broadcast, keep listening all the way to the end of the radio broadcast. But make sure sometime today, go over to YouTube, search Bible Tracks Incorporated or Bible Track Echoes and watch the video version as well because you'll get the real 
the real uh, the 360. <laughs> uh, I, we, basically, everything except for taste and smell is, is there, and I guess technically touch, but but give you a little bit more on the senses. Uh, but it is a blessing to be able to come over here halfway around the world and yoke up with with these gentlemen for the cause of Christ. And and we just had had the opportunity, you folks put on at expense, yes, at great personal investment, you and your families, your wives, Miss Kirsten and, and Miss Kaylee, uh, working in the kitchen. Feeding. Not both my wives, but <laughs> mine and Chad's wives. <laughs> that is true. In Papua New Guinea, you do have to make the distinction <laughs> because be polygamy is, is still a thing over here. And uh, anyway, the uh, at great personal investment, this camp, very evangelistic, many young people accepted Christ. 53 out of 323 or thereabouts personally dealt with after during an invitation. And uh, some of them, uh, they understood what they needed to do. And maybe in seven to 10 minutes, they were, they were calling on the Lord. Some of yep. them were half an hour because yep. they would go through the plan of salvation and ask, so do you have any questions? Are you confused? And, and some of these children coming from Assembly of God backgrounds and, and Catholicism and different things, they needed a little bit more help. And sometimes the young people just were not grasping it. And so they were sent back and hey, it, it's all right, until, but we're not gonna leave you in a false professional right. Um But my, my point with talking about what God has done over this week, that is one small, that's a microcosm of the bigger goal here. Uh, the goal in this country is not, though it would be, it's a wonderful thing to go house line by house line, village by village, um, seeing great swaths of people saved, but it's a far more, uh, it's an organic and it's a much more well-rounded thing. The desire is to plant local churches and because the understanding is, and if we're coughing, it's because there's a bunch of smoke. What, what is that smoke that's coming <laughs> they're, through? They're burning grass to get a piece of ground ready so they can plant it as a garden. Got, and a very fertile country, of yep. course. Mm -hmm. um, but. The goal is not just, understand what I'm saying, not just to see people saved. The goal is to plant local churches because Brother Die, your ministry, Lord willing, will be measured in decades. Yep. But not centuries. Right. But the impact you desire to leave for the cause of Christ, Lord Terry is coming, could be because of local churches that you endeavor to see planted with local men. And to be frank, this is, of course, the folks here have a dark skin. And your goal is not to just import uh, dozens upon dozens of white men to pastor churches here. Right. Google is to raise up national New Guineans for the cause of Christ. So talk to people. we got about half the broadcast left, maybe six minutes or so. Talk to people about why that's so important to you and why you wouldn't be here if that wasn't the goal. Well, and you know, there's a there's an actual great parallel on the, the worldly side of the Australian government trying to import law and order as we see it in a first world country completely steamrolling customs and, and courtesies of Papua New Guinea. And when they left and handed the keys to the house uh, to Papua New Guinea in 1975, we have deteriorated from that. Despite the rise in technology and the rise in uh, economics, our people, uh, yeah, we're closed now, but we have not moved forward from that and our infrastructure has deteriorated, deteriorated. And if a world power government can't do that, um, I think as as a single missionary, right, as a as a just a preacher coming through, I can't do that in a spiritual capacity. And so as I read my Bible, the answer kind of presents itself uh, throughout the New Testament. After the Lord went back to heaven, he left behind men, and basically those men were tasked with uh, with yes, preaching, but then also assembling groups of believers together 
so that they could in turn strengthen each other enough to accomplish the goal of evangelization of the world. And so, yeah, we we just did a camp. We've got a couple ministries that are not, uh, they're not happening on Sunday morning or a Wednesday night. They're not happening in the halls of a church, but everything that we're attempting kind of as missionaries and me and my partner, uh, Brother Chad Wells, that we put on together, it is there as kind of an optional help to a pastor so that he can grow his church to be, to be better. So we just had a youth camp and kids, kids who are, yes, lost kids outside, lost kids who are a step away from that church were there, but there were some pastor's kids that got saved and some families that, that are in that church and the kids got saved at our camp. We don't do that and say necessarily how great we're doing. We do that and say, praise the Lord, we were able to help a pastor with his youth group for, for three short days and they can go back and now they've got an opportunity to disciple and an opportunity to grow their church. And really, if what I do today is going to have any lasting effect, what I do today needs to be done through the arm and through the strength of these local churches. And so, yep, there are some things that I fund directly, but we are growing them in such a way so that we can hand these things over. We can let another church host, uh, host youth camp, for instance. And our church plant took a large step in that direction this year. They actually donated a thousand Papua New Guinea Kina, about 300 US dollars towards the food of the camp. And they've never done that. And as far as I know, for our camps with Brother Chad, um, we haven't had a donation come in from a church like that. But in lieu of paying some kind of registration fee, they offered that as an offering. And I believe that's partly why we had such a great spiritual Amen. effect this year. Amen. And to, to think that, I mean, that's so, <laughs> it's so biblical, imagine that. But then also the fact that this is now New Guineans spiritually helping, helping other New Guineans. It's one of those deals where you could, you could put out a plea in your prayer letter and you could to say, we're gonna have 300 uh, young people there. We need X number of dollars. And to be frank, you could probably raise that money very quickly. Sure. But it doesn't fix things long-term. Right. It doesn't help these people in the long-term. And so to see them, do that to some degree of their own accord and some of their own desire. And, and, and of course, and, and as you've led them, what a blessing. But it also practically things in the church, and you and I were talking about, we don't have to deep dive into this, but there are things in the church that you're not just swiping American credit cards for because, and, and you're not even necessarily bringing them up as necessities yet or things that are of note because you want the people to notice them as they're being taught from the Bible, things that are would be helpful for the church body, um, evangelistically or otherwise. And I, so I appreciate that, that emphasis. I appreciate being well thought out, but that also applies to American churches as well. If I can talk to your friends, I, as an evangelist, Brother Justin, I preach in, this is not bragging, there's many evangelists that preach in far more than this, sure. but I'll be in 50 or 60 churches a year. Mm -hmm. And Many churches I go to, and if it's one of those deals when you throw a, you know a rock into a you know a group of dogs, the one that yelps is the one that got hurt. So if this bothers you, it comes across conviction. Please understand this is Bible, and so you can be offended by me, but it doesn't matter, friend. There are many churches I go to. The pastor is the only one, and his family, yeah. pastor's wife, the only people doing anything. Mm -hmm. You come to a ladies' fellowship. Who who sets all the place settings? The pastor's wife. Mm -hmm. Who cleans up the dishes afterwards? The pastor's wife. If you want, you know, gospel tracts or something like that, the pastor is the only the, the, the only one passing them out. Um, all those types of things. These things ought not so to be, Brother Justin. And that's what you're trying to do here in New Guinea. But it, it, well, if it's good for the goose, it's good for the gander. Sure. <laughs> and it applies to American churches as well. And so I'd encourage you, get actively involved in your church. If you think showing up 
and taking up 18, or in my case, probably closer to 24 inches of a pew on Sunday morning is all that you're supposed to do. And if you think throwing money in an offering plate is going to assuage guilt when you stand before God, friend, no, we are supposed to be actively involved. Yes, we are supposed to assemble. Yes, we are supposed to give. But those are not the only two items or, or, or places that the Christian should be involved in. So I appreciate Brother Justin and Brother Chad Wells, and I, I so appreciate, we'll talk more about this maybe later in the week, the, the term you keep calling, saying partner and yeah. teammate, and, and of course friend, uh, a brother in arms, Brother Chad Wells. Uh, anyone that can work together with Christians and get along well, I'm interested in that, while still holding to the Bible. I appreciate that. So. We're going to sign off today. We'll keep coming back with Brother Justin all this week. I greatly appreciate your interest in this, and we look forward to talking soon. Have a great day for His glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 828 6888. That's 309 828 6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.